I'm sitting in this room surrounded by all my broken promises I feel grounded and thus have failed to save Metropolis I'm Superman without the glorious cape but I still want to save my people and help them escape a past that has blatantly taught us we could never be great my mother's house is a Gotham that has failed to raise a saint I'm a product of a broken family tree my siblings and I are the branches but I hope to be the golden apple that grew out of a lemon tree and make lemonade out of my our history because I remember vividly my mother's nine to five leaving her week at the knee and with no time for family no one to teach us how to love each other affectionately like what's a brother to do when another's in agony I've seen my sisters in pain and never offered a shoulder perhaps it was the lack of a consistent father figure I'm still broken inside and I'm trying to collect the pieces yet society stands still expecting colossus. The hardest thing in life is to discover your weaknesses, those self-inflicted wounds and to wrap them in bandages. I've discovered that all communities are forests and setting one tree ablaze is hazardous to the rest. The illusion of independence is what's killing our best chance of survival and stops us from raising the next generation of soldiers, our community's pillars. So Society's not the problem, but it's our family structures. The next Nelson or Martin Luther were killed by their fathers. Tomorrow's mother Teresa choked on a distant mother. May we remember that though the past can shape the future, Jesus holds the power to extinguish those flames of disaster. Seeds don't choose where they're planted, not determine their ever after. You may not choose where you're planted. But you determine your ever after. I've been buried in dirt, heaps of my insecurities, the feeling of incompetence and wrestling with anxieties when looking at my neighbor. It's always comparatively. Yo, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Kwanis Poetic License. We are back at Botakiba Africa, if you didn't know. Yes, guys, this was not a fluke. We actually have a home, Botakiba Africa in Hetfield, uh, Corner Arcade and Festival. Right here in Pretoria for all my Pretoria and Joburg poets. Um, thank you guys for joining me and tuning in to this yet another episode. Today we have a special one. Uh, it's not just poetry. It's poetry accompanied with rhythm. Uh, yes, of course, we have uh, rhythm and poetry from my main man, Given Illustrative. How are you doing, yes, bro? Yes, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Awesome, bro. Thank you so much for, you know, honoring the invitation and coming and joining awesome, me. Awesome, awesome. Thanks to you for the invite. Eh? No, thank you, bro. I'm just I'm just a lover of the arts and your arts is, is as beautiful as they come. So. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, for my viewers uh, who might not know who uh, Given Illustrative is, yeah. do you mind doing a young intro? Just, you know, Ooh, introduce yourself. I suck at that. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> the um, main point. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Given Illustrative. And I'm a poet, I'm a rapper as well, but I, I do more poetry than rap, which is what I, I actually started off with rap back home. And then I, uh, which is Mpumalanga Bethal, that's where I come from, very small mm -hmm. town. Um, and then I came here and got introduced to poetry at the University of Pretoria. That's where, mm -hmm. like, I, let me not say I got introduced to it. I just got introduced to a poetry that I enjoy and love oh, yeah. at the University of Pretoria and mixed up with a lot of people. So I've been doing poetry for over a decade now. Really, <laughs> I've been writing and doing yeah. poetry and rap for definitely probably about 15 years now. 
Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So we, there are no questions whether he's a poet or not. Guys, he's a poet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's beautiful, bro. Um, you know the show. You've seen the show. Yes, um, yes. And I know you 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 chose a, a poem for us to go through. Um, yeah. And it's, it's Broken Family Tree, right? Yes, Broken Family Tree. Um, When you wrote this piece, bro, what was the intent behind writing this piece? And like, what's the true meaning of this piece? Like... Um, yeah. of this rap rather than just the poets, even though it's poetic in, in it. So, um, I think Broken Family Tree, I remember the exact moment I started writing it, like the exact moment. Wow. I was okay. driving, um, it's actually quite, quite, a, quite a deep conversation because I was driving and working a job where I was kind of feeling like my life is not having, uh, showing momentum. Like I was really oh. feeling like I don't have any sense of momentum. The, what I was expressing in the poem, it's actually quite interesting because what I was trying to express, let me not say in the poem because mm. it's a rap piece. Yeah. You see poet, <laughs> rapper, you end up mixing everything. So when, when I was writing the piece, I, I, was, I was expressing what I was feeling at the time, oh. which was I felt like I, I, I should be at a certain place in my life, but I was still here. So within the poem, I was basically attempting to express that. But the, within the piece, I was attempting to express that. But it ended up turning into um, um, a piece that I wrote from the perspective of home and where I come from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so in terms of my mother and the relationship that she has with us, her mm-hmm. siblings. Um, oh, so and I, I also speak of myself as being a Superman. Yeah, yeah. Um, so which, is, which comes back to where i was at that time because i felt like at that time i should be contributing to uh the life back home black tax is what we call it in our black community (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i felt like i should be contributing to the life and state back home you know carrying them on my shoulders uh to some extent yeah oh so this is what the space you were in wow yes yes all right now it makes sense so ah cool we can then jump right into the into the piece then yeah um i think you've just explained more or less like the first stanza because you open by saying in this room you are surrounded by all your broken um your broken promises yes yes so is this like that those questions that you were, you were faced with that i'm not enough or i'm not doing enough yes definitely wow, definitely that's... so it's like for example i mean my now fiance and then girlfriend the person who i felt like i should have you know something to show for for her for yeah. example um that was one promise that i had made oh. right um and also just the um, unspoken promise to my mother of being uh, a son that she can be proud of yeah. you know like yeah my son drives that <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah. the promise you've made to all our parents yeah and like, i feel like it's something that a lot of us can relate to. yeah no that, yeah. that's true that's definitely true um one thing I liked in this uh, first answer is your use of or uh, your metaphors, like mm-hmm. how you you are likening yourself to like a superhero or like you know, because yes, yes. you used you said um, you feel like you are grounded and you can save metropoli- metropolis, metropolis, yeah, yes. like Superman. And you, there's also that Gotham uh, line that your mother's home is not. Uh, your mother's Gotham could not produce a saint. Yes. So yes. Uh, what in that? What in those heroes do you think? was um, relatable to you? The one thing, interestingly enough, um, the one thing about Superman is that I find him to be an unrelatable 
It's just a personal thing. Yeah. It's just me. Um, so yeah. it, it's just how I feel about him as a character, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I basically subconsciously at the time used the image of a superhero who is seen as invulnerable. Oh. He has... He can absolutely yeah, do anything yeah, yeah. and save everyone. So I wanted to put that image of being a Superman, but being able to do nothing about the situation that you're seeing. Oh. And and I, I honestly would say for me personally, that comes from a state of, I don't know if this would be perceived as me being big headed yeah. or narcissistic. I don't know. But I've always, I've always seen and I've always been told that I have a lot of potential. And people always tell me that you're good at this. You're yeah. going to make it. You know, I love the way you speak. Your poetry is amazing. Um, or even not just the poetry and the rap, but other aspects that, you know, the value that I add into the corporate world as well. Yeah. Um, so it felt like I have the tools and I have the potential, well, but it's just a matter true. of yeah. exactly wow. executing or... Bro, you were really beating yourself up. <laughs> wow, let's. It's healthy conversations <laughs> to have with yourself. Yeah. Okay, then we can go to the next one now. Um, the next time, because you explained that beautifully. Um, yeah. You then go continue to say you are a product of a. I think this is now way we go back to the actual title of the piece. Yes. You are a product of a broken family tree. Um, yes, yes. Is this yes. the broken family tree in the essence that we know? You know, like your family tree, mom, dad, parents, grandparents. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, so there are a few poems where you can actually, if you listen to my poetry, where I outline hmm. where I come from, right? Yeah. Um, it's like scattered. So for me, the, the, the reason I, I say that I'm a product of a broken family tree, and I think a lot of people are, even people that we might perceive as coming from you know, proper families. Yes, yeah. uh, but for me, what that means to me personally is that my mom raised four children by herself. Um, I mean, the fathers weren't around. So yeah. my siblings and I basically don't share the same father, right? Yeah. So my mom had to raise us by herself. And there's a lot of weight that was on her shoulders. So she was emotionally exhausted yeah. throughout yeah. the years. Um, and on top of that, she comes from... So her and I have had chats about how she was raised herself yeah. her father was very hard so he wasn't a compassionate man so compassion is something that she herself struggles with um and 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 so you know hearing my mom say i love you psh, like <laughs> luxury Shame, <man. laughs> you know Shame, but yeah. she shows it but just hearing it and also just having my mom give me a hug yeah. you know so that's what i mean when saying coming from a broken family tree so even my siblings and i we struggle with just being compassionate to one another yeah. you know hanging out as friends and not just as you know my blood i'm gonna see you anyway yeah yeah exactly yeah. so so that's yeah. where that line came from i'm coming from a broken family tree that in itself um you know couldn't carry me or sort of like when i the more the older i got the more i realized just how much i had to figure out um how much i had to learn yeah. how broken i was which honestly speaking that for me it was a very it was a beautiful revelation to have yeah. it was very cathartic because that, that at that point in time i could be okay with myself like yeah. okay it's okay 
Wow, yeah. bro. That's <laughs> and that's so relatable for many of us. Yeah? Yes, yeah. yes. Especially yes. with single mothers. Yeah. Um, you go on to I think my favorite um expression or metaphor or representation. Yeah. You say yeah. um you like from this broken family tree you are a golden apple that you want you want to raise like to see you see yourself as a golden apple out of a lemon tree. Yes, yes. To become yes. lemonade out of um um out of that whatever circumstances that yeah, you're from yeah. so is that how then you were, you were relating is that how you wanted is this like for back home now yes to say even though i'm from this i still want to make something out of myself or exactly. i still want to be better than yeah what my life exactly oh, wow. yeah you really nailed it there it's like i don't even have to explain <laughs> it anymore <laughs> yeah so so definitely so that that's that was me continuing with the metaphor yeah. of a broken family tree yeah, yeah. Um, actually that that piece in itself inspired me to write a book about um, um, like how growing up at home yeah um, right. just taken exactly directly from that piece. Oh, from this piece um, I haven't written the book yet but oh I'm thinking this is a book that <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I haven't there. written the book yet someday I definitely will yeah. um, so the the whole idea of, of um, I, I was basically i'm coming from a broken family tree and i mm. feel like um you know it's it's a lemon it's a lemon it's a lemon tree that's mm. what you call it right yeah. it's a lemon tree um and i perceive even though i come from a lemon tree mm. as i still perceive myself as an apple yeah right oh. um so i, I because it's also understanding the fact that we are what we perceive ourselves to be and whatever if you cage yourself within that idea that you are this um you know if you come from poverty which yeah. a lot of us do yeah. and you keep perceiving you yourself stay. then you stay there so you need to learn to reimagine yourself so that was me basically expressing that i come from brokenness yeah. my mother struggled to teach us how to relate to one another yeah. with my siblings but i want to i want to see myself as an apple that grew out of a lemon tree oh beautiful yeah. i think yeah you expressed uh, that your mother didn't, I think in the next line that she couldn't, from her nine to five, you're remembering her nine to five, yes. she couldn't give you uh, the love that you know you wanted. Yes, she couldn't yes. do for your family that you know, the things that we measure are up. Yeah, yeah. And I would say it wasn't only because of her nine to five, it mm. was also mainly because of where she comes from oh, like, and how she yeah. was raised herself. Because mm. her nine to five actually gave her a lot of extra time. My mother was a teacher. Oh, was working as a teacher she's yeah. she's retired now so she's you know living yeah. that retired life <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh yeah so but when she came home at yeah. the same time she was exhausted because she's dealing with a number of kids there's a lot of stress um and she doesn't have someone to return home yeah. to like a husband where she can you know let off some steam and and, and express how the day was and yeah. how strenuous it was and we weren't we didn't have the patience to listen <laughs> you all were kids <laughs> you know exactly yeah, yeah. we were young and we didn't understand we didn't yeah. have the emo emotional intelligence um it's it's a lot different now though yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but yeah so that was that was me expressing mainly the fact that when she came home she didn't have the time to teach us when you wake up in the morning you greet your brothers and mm. sisters when you wait when you um when when after we've cooked we all sit together and eat on the same table yeah, yeah. um you know after this is you know all those things oh, we didn't really have the time to learn that from her oh bro yeah and i think then you um you then continue you know i think i'm not saying to shift the blame but i love mm -hmm. um the one reason i did this channel 
I love how people use the use of words in poetry, yeah, in, yeah, in, in yeah. these poetic pieces. Yeah. So you go and to, you say the le- it's due to a lack of a co- consistent father figure. Yes. So you just explained that none of you grew up with your fathers. Yes. So, but my, um, I mean, this will like when you say consistent, mm-hmm. did you have like father figures that will come around or? Um, not necessarily. Yeah. Well, in a way, in a way, in a way, because okay. what I mean by that is. So my little sister, her dad would was staying with 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 us right oh, for like okay. a while though. Right, right. Uh, the, I was probably still in primary when he left because of his own issues. Yeah. Sorry. So when but the older I got, there were I think people who play the. I mean, whether you know it or not, or whether you like it or not, yeah. there will be someone who considers you that figure. Yeah, to some true. extent yeah, so true. there were people that i basically gave that responsibility oh, without them knowing like my pastor for exa- example at yeah. the church that i attended so my, my my pastor played that role a lot um in in the messages he preached and mm. also the men within the congregation yeah, but yeah. obviously there was no consistent father oh, okay now i get it I get yes it. Yeah, and yeah. also it in it i have to mention this in that in the piece itself I, i'm not really placing blame on the lack of a cons- uh, of a consistent father figure yeah. which is why i use the word perhaps oh yeah, yeah um yeah. it might have i'm not i i suppose i am placing blame per se because it's important for us to acknowledge that the circumstances we grow up in shape us shape us yeah that's true that's right true. we're not true. we're not superhuman we don't just grow at like 18 you're like you now find your life yeah exactly yeah exactly no, that's, that's true wow thanks for explaining that yeah Wow, and then you go on now to I think it's like the second part of the piece or your second verse because it's a yeah. piece. Yeah. Uh, you start saying you start by saying you are still broken inside, mm-hmm. um, still broken inside. Yet society still expects colossus out of you or colossus out of you. Yes, yes, um, yes. What is this now? What what okay. point are you now at? So, <clears throat> moving from the first verse into the second verse. Yeah. Um, and especially the the second the first verse ends with that line. Yeah. Uh, perhaps it was the lack of a okay. consistent father figure. Yes, um, and then it, it it goes into it's supposed to be a chorus. I don't have a chorus for it yet, okay. actually. Okay. So I'm still to write it or have a vocalist come and do some things there. So going into the second verse, I wanted to pick up from the first oh, yeah. to say that I'm still broken inside, and I'm tr- I'm trying to collect the pieces. Yeah. Um, so. Colossus is from X-Men for those <laughs> Marvel fans out there. Hala, wada, wada. <laughs> right? So Colossus yes, yes. is from uh, the, the, the X-Men. He's the guy who turns into metal. Oh. Um, and then if you've watched the, the Deadpool, Deadpool <laughs> yeah, movie, yeah, he stays yeah. metal he stays for metal. some weird reason. <laughs> Not true to the comics. Uh, I don't read comic it's books. It's Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> just, told just, you just a disclaimer. Uh, yeah, so Colossus is this metallic figure, mm. someone who's metal, who no matter how hard you hit him, no matter what angle you hit him yeah. from. And it's also quite interesting that he moves from being human into being this metallic figure because he moves from something fragile that can break Mm. into this immovable object yeah so that's where that comes from 
So is that how now you were seeing yourself that you are? No, no, no. That's how. So that's why I'm saying society expects a colossus out of me. So when society, here's the thing. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. You know, people don't ask you where you grew up. People don't ask you what your. They don't know your story, your your origin, your story, your origin origin story. They don't know whether you were abused at home, whether Mm. you were, uh, you know, neglected. They don't know like whether home is a shack where you come from yeah. and then they're gonna ask you questions like so when you're getting married um when when are you leaving this job and moving to the next one when are you getting your degree those are society's expectations yeah, that in the yeah, second yeah, verse especially i began to express because that's what i felt people wanted from me you're going out to the community now you're not just at home wow that's yeah exactly that's so beautiful bro. exactly you know how to relate yeah yeah to all of us um okay we continue now to say to discover i think this is now um mm-hmm. i don't know reflection a reflection not just on yourself but on the same community that you're talking about you say yes, yes. to discover your it is hard to discover your weakness and to ref to rep self-inflicted um wounds, wounds yeah. yeah yeah um so that one is 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 i think is a very interesting one i think for a lot of us actually it yeah. comes back from if you've grown up in a family that is unstable in itself yeah. it leaves you with wounds it leaves you broken it leaves you incapable of doing some things like being vulnerable yeah. so as a result when you grow up you 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 don't know how to deal with those wounds because first of all you some most of us don't even know that they're there yeah. you understand so what what i was especially expressing in that was to say that it's especially difficult for us to admit that they're there because now people will continue telling you that oh you're so arrogant ah man you don't consider other people ah when you talk in conversations you hog the conversation and those are the the wounds showing themselves so now you need to mutter the strength to identify them in yourself as much as others have identified them in you you, and then begin to wrap them yourself there's no nurse. There's no nurse in there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow, bro. Okay, then that's interesting. That That's how you explained it. Because in the next line, you say, yeah. um, all communities are forests. Yes. Uh, one, one tree ablaze is hazardous to, to the rest. Yes, yes, So yes. doesn't that then go saying that we are all due to each other? Like, we are all, you know, we are communities, so we should all be communal. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, I was, I suppose... In that in that particular line, I was mm. also reminding myself yeah. of the fact that I can't keep blaming society, um, but also because society is also a result of where they everybody yeah, within society yeah. is a product of where they come yeah. from. The comments they make, the questions they ask, they also have a an, a story of origin as individuals. Mm. So narrowing it down to the fact that you know what we're all products of. Of, of of these these so society is a forest yeah. society is not an ocean and i think we often think of society mm. like we think of an ocean or mm. the desert because the desert is just sand oh, wow. right and you and the difference between an, uh, a desert and a forest is the fact that a forest is made up of individual trees mm. and those trees grow branches and those branches grow leaves and the rest of how beautiful a forest looks from the from above yeah. will be dependent on how oh, each right. individual 
tree how healthy it is oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and so if there are a few unhealthy trees you can see it from an aerial view that i uh, no, over there <laughs> over there no, we're missing no, no, some no. branches exactly oh, wow. exactly so it's also just to give you that perspective that mm. listen your your community and your so your broader society yeah. at large they are all all of us when you talk about society remember that you are speaking of individuals yeah, that make a collective, make a collective and they yeah. all have an origin story just like you do damn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay okay now i think that's this you explained very well that we have mm-hmm. But can you please elaborate when you say we just we have an illusion of independence? Everyone yes, is chasing yes, independence, yes. bro. Like now you're telling us we all cute to each other. Yes, exactly, exactly. You're especially living in 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 the millennial era. Yeah, like the twenty first century <laughs> is the worst. Like this thing of handles and <laughs> personal brands. Yeah. I don't think they're a bad thing. Mm. I think if if when they're used. We've we've overdone it. That's what I think. Oh. Actually, I think it is it is healthy to 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 have an identity. It's exactly why I use the name given illustrative and not my given Masilela, which is my okay. actual surname. Yeah. Because if you Google given Masilela, you'll find a whole bunch of okay. them. Um, in fact, back then when when I wasn't as prominent or as um, my presence wasn't as loud online. Yeah. I googled for given Masilela and some given Masilela who was in prison for rape. Mm, bro, so so that you see what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Okay. What I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So so that was what kind of um, or or rather that is a very good example um, of of how it is important to to push yourself as an individual, yeah. your selfies, your pages, and all of that. Yeah. But at the same time, it has made us narcissists. It has made us lose sight of the fact that we are cre- we are beings that are affected by other people around yeah, 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 yeah. us. So the church you go to, the f- especially your family, yeah. especially your family. Your yeah. So we are not this illusion of being independent, like in the sense that this is my family. Yeah. We're wealthy. We have money. But if you're the only family that has money within that community, yeah, then we have a problem. We have a problem in that because family. it's yeah. unsustainable. Oh. Mm. Oh, oh. okay cool then we continue now with the yeah with the representation of, of society um mm-hmm. when you say so, so i think you've mentioned this with the tree illustration yes yes that if one of the branch if you can see one of the branches not like it's not pacifying the whole forest then yeah. you can see that there's a problem because you say uh the society is not society's problem is not society itself is not just the problem yes. but it's the family structure yes so are you then going back to your, your same um, example mm-hmm. that you made and then applying it to the whole community as a whole now, your family tree to the community as a whole now. So that that comes back to, you know, the movie 300 yes, um, and how the the Spartan hmm. warriors were, were brought up in such a way that they were, they wanted quality yeah. rather than quantity. Like, quantity you yeah. understand? Yeah. 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 So it really comes back to that thing of if if you are mindful of the fact that if we have good family units mm. um and and if we we put our energy in in building good family units yeah. then it will reflect in broader society basically i think actually it's as basic as that yeah 
That's yeah. Okay, no, it's, it's understandable. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. So also coming back to the line of setting one tree ablaze yeah. is hazardous to the to rest. The, to the so if you burn one family unit, mm. that family unit, when I mean, if for example, if I grew up in a in a in a in a household where solving problems with violence or mm. speaking at the top of my voice and not taking the time to listen to what my siblings are saying, it'll yeah. reflect when I'm on a taxi and someone yeah. drops my money and i'm like what <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> you know that's what true. i mean it'll so it'll, from, it'll yeah. reflect this is what you do where you come from yeah. or in your family or in either in your household or your community wow. right i think in his book um Malcolm, mm-hmm. uh, outliers Malcolm Gladwell made a similar example to say for like now it was for a whole community that was evolved in in violence that was violence across the whole spectrum yeah that was started by two families fighting mm-hmm. but now a hundred years later like the people who grew up from that community are still as angry as as they is back then so he's saying like he's saying there there is that uh, connection between where you grow up and how you know yeah you you connect with the rest of the world so yeah exactly yeah yeah and and it's i actually that's one of my favorite books actually of like the outliers yeah Yeah, it actually that's a perfect explanation of it um because it's it's we as people we don't understand the extent to which we are actually vulnerable and also um malleable we're we're easily influenced yeah we're easily influenced so it's much like clay if you take clay and you use your fingers you mold it you mold it into whatever shape that you the people who are around you will do that to you whether you like it or not especially if you're still growing and you're in that community exactly that's dope. And then we go, you go on to say, to make now. So this is where I got confused. Okay. I like reading after. Okay. Because you're saying, the next Nelson, she'll not confused, just yeah. like trying to tie it back to the whole community representation. Yes, yes. You say the next Nelson Mandela will be killed by, the, uh, the next Nelson Mandela killed by their father. Mm-hmm. And then the next Mother Teresa choked by their mother. Like, okay. So. Yeah. Um that that those specific lines place emphasis on the fact that um we need to as let me let me say let me make an example with south africa regardless of what country you come from right regardless of whether you're in america you're in tanzania you're in kenya whatever but i'm I'm, you just using south africa as an example um and obviously within south africa there are different societies as well there are sub societies right um and there are different units as well um so that that line was basically to emphasize the fact that we you as an individual your potential can be is not just um, dependent on you on me oh how you're raised and actually comes mm. back to the very first half of the piece yeah, where i was talking about how my the way my mother raised me mm. affected me affected it affected um you know the way that I, I i do things i don't know if you've if you've noticed this by there's this guy darren hardy who wrote a book the compound effect mm. where he talks about the the power of developing good habits and the power mm. of discipline doing good habits over a long period of time yeah. with discipline right so he mentions the fact that his father used to get up every morning like clockwork and exercise every single morning yeah. now the interesting thing i find found in him is that once i heard it from him mm. i started spotting it in a lot of other people oh, that i look cool. I, I look up to yeah. speakers writers teachers pastors yeah. you notice that 
a lot of them who find discipline to be like, well, duh, of course you gotta be disciplined. It's mm. because of how, how they were how raised. They were raised. Um, I was recently watching Kevin Hart's documentary on Netflix, Netflix yeah. where he actually gets to a place. Kevin Hart is a very disciplined person. Yeah. He's a he he his work ethic is incredible. He's commended for it. Yeah. But then the thing the thing that a conversation that even in that documentary series it's not spoken of enough yeah. is the fact that he was raised by a mother because his mother saw that his brother was busy he, his brother ended up in prison oh, so yeah. he was busy doing thugging around yeah. basically living the thug <laughs> life you know and his mother didn't want him to end up like that yeah. so she kept his schedule busy so he had piano he had swimming lessons he had extra classes she did that to him intentionally to keep him away from that lifestyle yeah. so she gave him a gift that he grew up with unintentionally Unintentionally. Unintentionally, yeah. So he ended up just having that work ethic within him that doesn't happen accidentally. That's how he was <laughs> raised. Yes. Wow. Okay. So that's what it basically refers to. Mm. The fact that um, I'm not I'm not trying to say that it is solely dependent on how you were raised. Yeah. Lucy Tembeguayo, one of the most prominent and successful business speakers and yeah. entrepreneurs in this country and i dare say on this continent right <laughs> yeah um and he's one of the most influential yes. as well he, is, yeah. he constantly goes back to the fact that my father my father my father his father trained him taught him discipline took him to the dojo yeah. that is not i mean come on like how many <laughs> stories do we need to hear <laughs> for to, us to know that to know good you know what it's, you need to be present it's not it? just dependent yeah. on me as an individual so this was very powerful for me to understand because once i understood this because mm. my father wasn't there to teach me those disciplines he was yeah. in my life but he wasn't there to show me you know given get up in the morning and brush your teeth and yeah. you know maybe pray say a prayer and um go and take a jog and come back and read a book and he wasn't there to teach me those disciplines yeah. you understand yeah. and as a result i grew up lacking a lot of those things so personal discipline is something i find very difficult to do to this day but at some point i needed to cut myself some slack and say you know what given remember where you come from mm. don't compare yourself with someone who comes from a house where they could afford a tutor you know yeah. or um you know back in the in the days in the medieval times yeah. when you would have um i don't know what they would call it like someone would the the, the king queen and queen would yeah. actually hire someone who would look after their child and teach them, and teach them how to do um, sword <laughs> yeah. fighting, how to look, you know, whatever, whatever, yeah. how to dress and etc. etc. That's that's yeah, you should not just like take your life and be like the ones who paste it exactly. on someone else. Exactly. Give yourself time to grow and adjust and wow. etc. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, one thing I like about poetic pieces now. You're making is... me realize that there's so much in my work. <laughs> I didn't realize there was this much oh, content. I like really did it. There's a lot. Yeah, as I was saying, one thing I love about poetic pieces is now how they. No, how writers have okay but i know sometimes yeah. we just write pieces and just leave them there yeah. without actually yeah. concluding anything we just you just want to release but mm. this one i think you came to now a connection of all of them when yeah when you say now though um through past shapes and future faults i'm sure it's future faults or and you say jesus holds the the, the power to extinguish the flames of disaster yes 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 so yes. now we have i think essentially Going back to you, a father figure. Going back to to the communities. I don't yeah. know how are we looking at Jesus now. What kind of power are we looking at Jesus now? Yeah. So 
that was also a reminder to remember i think a lot of my poems to be quite honest yeah. i write them to me yeah <laughs> right Fair. um so that was also a reminder to myself yeah. that um when 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 regardless and also a reminder to to the to the audience whoever's going to be listening yeah. to it yeah. um that you know what regardless of how how bad your past has been because mm. i think the line is um uh, just regardless of your past where you grew up yeah. the context who raised you um where and even though because it's very difficult even when you're older and you have money to actually yeah. find a mentor to care enough about you because once your family has not cared enough about you really and you're thinking you're going to go into side. the world and find someone to care about you just enough it's 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 important to remember that in in spite of all the mess and in spite of how society is is self-absorbed and they're more interested in themselves than they are in you unless you're willing to pay them for the attention yeah. it's important to remember that christ is there like christ is there to help you i can i can totally tell you i remember i was doing a radio interview uh once i think it was with 20 fm yeah. and after the interview the interviewer asked me the question off record like so since because she knows me right yeah. she knows me off off air, off air yeah. so she was asking me the question because i was talking to her on air and telling her how you know the kind of background i come from yeah. so she was like so since you come from such a background and you don't have a father figure within your life how yeah. were you able to become the person that you are today yeah. so i i mentioned to her that actually i didn't mention it to her properly articulated properly yeah. at the time but thinking about it later i was like you know to be quite honest it was by god's grace um yeah. it was by god's grace I'm, i'm honestly telling you like there's a lot of things that even now when i hang out with some guys and even girls themselves and we have certain conversations they are in awe and for me it's 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 like and i don't say this to boast at all yeah. um they are in awe of the certain characteristics and the way that i speak and the mm. the you know the conversations that i'm interested in and it's quite honestly because i truly believe it's because of the people that god brought into my life uh because of the the, the material and content as oh, well yeah, in terms of the so sermons too. i listen yeah. to in terms of the books i've read yeah. um i'm not a bookworm but I do I do enjoy reading. I'm just I prefer listening to audiobooks oh, okay. while washing dishes or cleaning the flat or something. Oh, yeah. Man. No, I get you, bro. I'm glad you have like hope to, yes, to fall yes, back on. Yes, yes. And then you end uh the piece by saying seeds don't choose where they are planted. Yes. No choose their ever afters. Yes. Um so now is are you saying now we should just we should not like stick i think you mentioned it when you were talking about poverty we should not yeah. stick to what our past was and mm, then, like mm, want mm. to stay there yes yes Look, so how are we looking to the future now like no yeah. matter where you were planted yeah so that i think those lines that you're you're, you're on right now yeah. are very important to the entire piece like, yeah very important because those are actually that's where the conclusion is yeah um the fact that um though though because i think it starts off though your past though the past can shape the future yeah. um you know it's it's first of all going into the fact that jesus is able to extinguish those flames of disaster uh referring to 
your past your experiences past, yeah, past. Um, and then also moving into that line as well that mm. seeds don't choose where they're planted yeah, yeah, seeds yeah. can be planted in a desert seeds can be planted in a household with violence seeds can be planted in the most beautiful home in the suburb you know seeds don't choose where they're planted uh, but the thing is even the and and also they they don't choose where they go from after they've been planted. Mm -hmm. But now the difference between you and a seed is the fact that you may not choose where you're planted, mm -hmm. and I literally meant where you're conceived oh. or by who, you're, <laughs> by who, you who your parents become. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you don't choose the situation where, you're grow, where you, where you grow made, up. Yeah. Um, but you may not choose that, but you definitely do have a, a say and a choice in terms of when it comes to your happily ever after. Oh. That doesn't mean that you can become anything you want to be. And I, 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 I say that because someone might, I'm, I'm saying this because someone might interpret it this way. So he's trying to say that I've been through all of this mess. Yeah. Therefore, I can choose where I end up and I can end up anywhere I want to be. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. Yes, you can end up wherever you're willing to be in terms of if you're putting in the effort, if you're putting in the time, if yeah. you're putting in the hard work, you can end up wherever you want to be, right? But it's also... I think to be fair to yourself, it's important to recognize that, for example, there are some sacrifices that are not worth it, mm. right? Even though you might be an astronaut, you want to be an astronaut or an entrepreneur, family might matter more to you than being an entrepreneur, right? I mean, or than being a billionaire. Yeah. It might matter more to you raising your son than being a multi-billionaire. So it's, it's also important to be fair with yourself that, you know what? Even though now I know I've been equipped with the knowledge that even though I come from this household, yeah. I can still choose to become, you know, because Something I think I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a testament of that, you know, because I, we don't have the time for me to get into my entire life story. Yeah. But I truly do believe that I'm a testament of that. The fact that I come from a household that if you go back home and just look at the mentality where I come from, even the town in itself, yeah. like... Going back there is depressing, <laughs> you know? Um, and and on, honestly, I don't mean to just speak badly about where I come yeah. from, but it's, it is part of my story, right? It is part of That's my true. narrative and my origin story as well. So it's, it's, I'm looking at where I am right now, the people that I know, the, the tables on which I sit, the places I've performed. Um, I've performed in front of international audiences that have almost wept. You know, at, at the fact that, wow, your, your work is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I've performed in front of very prominent people, performed alongside uh, very prominent and well-known and famous people as well. Um, you know, um, I'm not trying to say I'm, I've become a multi-millionaire or anything <laughs> like that. Do hear me correctly, your right? Your phone is still ringing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? But um, it is it is testament for me, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm slowly hoping that it's, it's building that mentality within my siblings oh, one of man. the most beautiful beautiful uh, uh i'm sorry i'm being a bit long-winded no but say this. one <laughs> of the most beautiful beautiful compliments yeah. i've ever had in my entire life yeah. was from my cousin from back home who told this to my sister not to me directly because i i often when i go home i go to to her house and visit her yeah. and my aunt who is her mother and we talk about the life kind of life I live here, you know, I've, you know, traveled to where, where I've, um, I'm working at a radio station. I've worked so many different jobs and she, she, she went behind my back, so to speak. Um, and, and said this to my eldest sister that yo, you know, given really inspires me. Oh, wow. that hit home oh, yeah. that really really hit home for me because now she's realizing that first of all 
compared to where I grew up, she grew up in a better environment, yeah, right? In yeah. terms of just having her, my aunt is, I could say by now she's a multi-millionaire, <laughs> right? She's, oh, well, she's well off. off. Yeah, she's, she's well, well off. off yeah. She's well off. <laughs> Correction. You're going to edit that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's well off. Um, so, at, and, and that means she comes from there. Yeah, I okay. come from a bit of a, a oh, yeah, worse no, situation how, where my mother's yeah. a single mother raising more kids than her mother mm. and etc, etc, etc. So there's a lot to my mother, by the way. So there's a lot to her, which, which it's not what in all this that I've mentioned, I'm yeah. not trying to say she's a bad person. She's a very good person. Oh. One of my mother's, the thing that she holds on her shoulders, I don't care what you can say to her. Yeah. You can come and say whatever you want to say. My mother will always tell you when I get to God, I'll at least be able to say, I looked after my kids and I gave it my all. That's beautiful. Those are my mother's <laughs> words. One thing she has is being a mom. Then that's beautiful. Exactly. So. Exactly. Wow, bro, that was that was truly a beautiful piece. I don't. I'm yeah, not saying yeah. this to to catch you up, but that was that was truly awesome. A, Thank you a so beautiful much. Piece. Um, and like you said, you put so much of yourself into it. Yeah. So I have to yeah. ask. You wrote the piece, so are you, do you feel like now you are dealing with some of the wounds that you mentioned? Uh, do you feel like the the piece was a good outlet for you to you know to mm-hmm. start healing, or even if you were to continue the journey of healing and to continue the journey of now yes. looking towards your own future? Definitely, definitely, right. definitely. Um, the the poem was was a very. Um, it was just an experience of definitely releasing yeah. and also reflection as well yeah. like sort of like just doing some inventory just oh, to check okay. on check you know where what's working what's not, what's not working. kind of thing i do that a lot with my poems um at every stage of my life yeah. I, I i sort of express um where i'm at how i feel do i feel something's broken mm-hmm. and the poem itself helps me discover myself okay. so at times i even refer back to my own work um just yeah. to sort of remind myself you know remember this is where you come from um so i there's a lot that i'm working on um there's a lot and over the years there's a lot that i've i've you know there's a um andrew womack a minister that i really love um he usually says this line very often he says i have not arrived but i have left (laughs) (laughs) certainly left so that's how it feels for me as well because the journey of um, like mentioning in the poem that I'm still broken inside and I'm trying to collect the pieces yet society stands still expecting colossus. Yeah. There are still broken parts, right? That I'm still trying to collect, but it's a journey. It's definitely a journey. That's just beautiful. Man. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much awesome, for, awesome, for sharing your awesome, heart, man. Awesome. And when people want to see all these other great works that you, you mentioned, uh, yeah. how do people get... How do people connect with you on the socials? Because you did mention we're in the millennial age. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, so it's very easy. Uh, yeah. For me, every, everywhere it's given illustrative. Everywhere. Um, on Facebook, it's given illustrative Masilela. But all of my handles are given at given illustrative. Twitter won't let me do that because it has to be a certain length. Oh, yeah. So it's still illust- at illustrative GM. But even if you get onto Twitter and search for given illustrative, I should pop up. Um, and if, if, if you can't on youtube as well it's given illustrative masilela on facebook given illustrative masilela on everywhere given illustrative masilela or just given illustrative thank you thank you thank you so much bro Uh, awesome awesome thank you guys wow that was a beautiful one uh thank you for tuning in uh 
remember to like the page subscribe go back to the other episodes you know leave a comment and tell me who you want to see on the next episodes and as always love people and thoroughly love with Peace. Heaps of my insecurities, the feeling of incompetence and wrestling with anxieties when looking at my neighbor. It's always comparatively better is the life of a man who so happens to not be me. But my vision has been obscured and I'm only able to see the part of a man's life that he chose to expose to me. But his deepest pain, he has hidden successfully his failure as a father, addiction to pornography. He's climbed up the corporate ladder, yet his life remains.